Hi, this is Alex. And this is Emily. And this is our podcast, What Makes. Today we're going to talk about what makes a good friend. So Alex, what do you think makes a good friend? Um, I think the people that are my good friends are people who I can talk to about my things that are going on in my life. They're generally interested in what's going on in my life. Am I a good friend? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> to you? Okay. Oh, to me? Yeah, oh, just keep uh, going. Sorry, keep going. Um, I think that they're not one-sided so that like you don't have to do all of the work. Like It's not up to you to go, hey, we should go out to dinner this week, or we should go play a game this week, or we should... What are you doing right now? Or how are you doing? Like, if it's one side of like that, I feel like that's a... Good friendships are not a lot of work. I don't think. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think if that's if that's what you think makes a good friend to you, that's totally valid. Yeah, that's, I just don't feel yeah. like I should have... Not that I don't... Ha- I shouldn't have to invest all... No, this is what I mean. I shouldn't have to invest a lot of energy in keeping the friendship going. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there can be a lot of work in, like, being an emotional support or, um, you know, helping them do things, like, move yeah. and stuff. But, like, it shouldn't... It shouldn't be all on your shoulders yeah. to, like, make contact or to right. interact. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think a lot of those same things. I think a big part of a good friend is someone is the give and take. So someone who's willing to, just like what you were saying... Someone who's willing to be interested in you and you be interested in them. I think shared interests are a big thing mm. um, that make a friendship easier and maybe help the longevity of the friendship. Yeah, I think you have to have um, something in common. Yeah. And then I think, too, friends who... I'm, I'm a really sensitive person, so I don't want to say friends who aren't too sensitive about stuff, but I mean, like, friends who, who ha- with whom you have a mutual understanding that you guys like each other... And that you have each other's back so that um, they just don't take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. I also think that you need, like, it's okay if you don't talk for a few weeks. You yeah. Know? Like, it doesn't need, like, constant attention. Stoking, right. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you should be able to go away. Like, I don't know, I think, like, one of my really good friends, he and I only talk, like, a couple times a year, if that. But, like, every time we talk, it's like, we're back to where we... St- where we left off, and, yeah. like, and I consider him my, probably my best friend. Yeah. Cool. The best kind of friends are friends that don't burden you with expectations. Loyalty and trustworthiness makes a good friend. What makes good friends is someone who's kind, generous, and a positive attitude, likes you, and sometimes those friends can turn into enemies. A little effort and a lot of laughs. Ah, friends. Friends are people that if you're separated for a long period of time and you get back together, it's you take up where you left off. Those that you feel you can open your inner self to and not be judged. What makes a good friend? Someone who's a good listener, someone who's empathetic 
and yet will speak truth into your life. So the thing that I think is interesting is what you need from a friend and what a friend needs from you changes as you go throughout your life in different stages. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about some of our previous and maybe current best friends or good friends from different points in our life. If you have like a funny story about them, but why they were your best friend at that time. And I'll Mm -hmm. tell you some of mine too. Okay. So like best friend in elementary school. Who Mm. was it? Her name was Laura Welling. And she was the senior pastor's daughter. And we had, our parents had worked together in Washington when we lived in Washington. And then um, they moved to California. And then we moved to California and ended up working together again. And so we kind of knew each other. I moved to California when I was in kindergarten. Um, And so we went through, we knew each other all through fifth grade. Um, And I think a big part of why we were friends is just because like, we were together all the time because our parents worked together. And um, and we kind of understood, like we kind of had the same lifestyle, being pastor's kids and all that. But her house was super cool because their house was way bigger than ours and it had like a big staircase and they always had like brand name food, which was like a huge deal because, you know, <laughs> my parents like cooked with carob and made their own pancake syrup and stuff and her parents let her watch um star search is that what it's called yeah and my parents didn't because they thought the like bodybuilding was a little too scandalous is that was that a thing am i making that up there's like a bodybuilding portion right of star search i don't remember all i remember all i remember the comedians okay well there was some part of it that my parents thought was a little too scandalous but sometimes i could watch it over there um, so her, 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 her life was a little bit more exotic and more commercial than mine. And I loved that, but we had a good time together. We just were always making, you know, playing games or riding bikes or I don't know. And we, we went to church camps together, overnight church camps together. And so we just experienced a lot of life together. We went to different schools, however, but we saw each other, you know, three, four times a week through Awana and church and church camps. We're sparks for Jesus. <laughs> sparks to light the world. Okay, I'm that's so- a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about your, did you have a best friend in elementary school? You know, it's funny, I was thinking about that. Like, I had a whole lot of different friends, and they were all from school, because, like, um, for various reasons, my mom and I moved around a lot in elementary school, and it was always places where there weren't necessarily a ton of kids that I wanted to play with after school, and I would get home late anyway. Um, so they were all like school friends at the, the school that I went to, which was a Montessori school. And I can think of, like, I at one part of my elementary, I was really good friends with this, these two kids, Zeke Allen and Everett Adams. The three of us were, like, really... I've heard you talk about them before. Yeah, and, like, we just used to, like, play together all the time at, like, recess. And I feel like we did a couple of projects together. Mm-hmm. And then I also had another friend who... My best friend was Chris Bradshaw, Christopher Bradshaw. Um... And Chris's parents owned the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. 
And so they used to take me to different concerts and stuff. So like I saw Arlo Guthrie wow. and Robin Williams and um, That's pretty cool. and this vocal group that I love, the Bobs. However, this is their last year together. They're breaking up. Mm. Side note. Um, but Chris and I, we didn't stop being friends, but we had a little argument in Ooh. fifth grade because my very first crush was this girl, Nina Josephs, who now is like a Hollywood actress. <laughs> like she's an actress of some kind. Um, and... Look at you dropping names. No big deal. Uh, (laughs) She and I don't talk much anymore. Um, But uh, I told her I liked her. And then she didn't, told me she didn't like me back. And then like two days later, I got a phone call from Chris at home, which he like never, ever called me to say that he and Nina were dating. Ooh, in fifth grade? In fifth grade. Oh, that's intense. uh, So yeah, my heart was broken. But... Alas, we get over it. Now Chris is doing some awesome things in Arizona, and Nina's doing some awesome things. Everett's doing some cool things. I think he's, like, DJing in New York City, and Zeke lives in California. We all sort of stay in contact still via Facebook, which I think is funny. Yeah. But, all right, what about junior high? Well, junior high was funny for me because we moved right before my eighth grade year. Oh, wait, hold on. So, in elementary school... What was the thing that you were looking for in a good friend? Oh, I I wasn't even... Was it just convenience? Yeah, absolutely. Like, who my mom was willing to let me go hang out with. Yeah, I think friends are born of convenience yeah. at that I mean, age. I actually, you know, I mentioned Laura, but I also had some really good friends in school. And I remember having some sleepovers with them. And my probably one of my best friends was, was Melissa from school. And she... Her family took me to Disneyland actually one time, and my parents let me go with them. Wow! So, but yeah, I think convenience is probably okay. the biggest so, thing. What about middle school? Who would you say was your best friend in middle school? Well, middle school was tricky for me because my family moved from San Jose up to Foster City uh, right before my eighth grade year. So that was kind of a tricky time for me, and and nobody really actually from middle school stands out to me as being a good friend. You know, when we were in San Jose, some of those school friends like Melissa and Jasmine and, and Kumi, like we were still all friends in sixth and seventh grade. But then when I moved, I had a new group of friends and those friends kind of stayed my friends in high school. So my middle school and high school life kind of blurs together as mm-hmm. a friends. But in high school, you know, my friends, we had a big group of friends and um I always say that they were all the popular kids, but I wasn't, but I still was good friends with them. But, you know, they had known each other since elementary school, and I had just shown up in their lives in eighth grade. Mm. So I think that makes a little bit of a difference. But, and then, so those are my school friends, and then I had another group of friends at church, which were my, like, youth group friends. And we, both groups, we did so many fun things, like lots of teeping and (laughs) pranks and... I don't know. We, we had a good time. So what were you looking for in friends then? Like what made good friends in middle school and high school for you? Well, I think shared interests was a big part of it. Also, if we did the same extracurriculars was a big part. And then I think especially as I got into high school, kind of people, even back then I was starting to realize like I didn't want to be friends with people who were superficial and cared about what other people think. And the, the friends that I really respected the most were people who cared about authenticity and just kind of being themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have said it in those words back then, but looking back, that's what I recognize. What about you? 
Well, middle school was weird for me because, like you, I went to a new middle school. Um, I went from going to a Montessori school to going to a public middle school. I was, to put it politely, a weird kid. And I had long hair. And I remember, like, the first... I don't know, three weeks of sixth grade, like all people asked me was if I was a boy or a girl. So that was kind of traumatizing. You do have a very pretty face. Too. I do. So. It's beautiful, especially when I was skinny. I was <laughs> gone. Um, but so I sort of made this group of friends real. I had some friends in sixth grade that I would hang out with, but seventh grade I made friends with sort of like a group of similar outcasty weirdos. And I made friends with a sort of a group, that group of kids, but probably my best friend from that time from that group was a kid named Phil Jaworski. Um, he and I just had a lot of the same interests. We both played guitar. We were both into Dungeons and Dragons, and we both read comic books. So, and he lived like five minutes away from me. So it's been was a while. Was he the kid who drove his car down into your dad and Susan's no, garage? No, no, that was another. Oh. That's another kid. Uh, <laughs> And then in high school, uh, I sort of made a new group of friends in freshman year. He was part of that, but um, there was a, like a group of other sort of similar kind of smart but weird kids, um, kind of like that show Freaks and Geeks. We were the freaks and the geeks. <laughs> um, and then I got into music, and so in so- sophomore year, and I just made a lot of friends there. So I had like a lot of like different pockets of friends. So the way I always say it is like I was really social, but I wasn't necessarily really popular. We were kind of the same in that way, I guess. Yeah, but I did. Do, I mean, I, I don't know that I. I never went TPing or anything. Well, you missed out. We should go. <laughs> I guess I went to punk rock clubs. Yeah. So what made those? kids good friends um i think that they helped me have a sense of belonging Hmm. i felt like really i felt very out of place um for most of my teenage years but i guess every teenager probably feels that way but like that was a group of friends who i just they made me feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and so maybe that's what that's maybe what you need when like you're that awkward teenage years like what you're looking for in friends is people who make you feel Normal. Yeah, it would make you feel normal. Yeah. But you're not like an outcast or weird. Mm-hmm. So what about college? Um, college was was a great... I loved college so much more than I loved high school. I really did not enjoy high school at all. College, I mean, there was definitely... I had a group of friends um, who, who I still am in touch with. And, you know, those are the people that you become adults with, which I think is a really special time. And especially in college, you know, we went to a commuter school, so we weren't necessarily living in dorms and stuff with our friends. But as a music student, you spend all your time with your peers in the practice rooms and choirs and ensembles and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I think, you know, at that point, maybe shared interests wasn't quite as important because we were all doing the same thing. But people who... um, for me, I remember just like wanting to be around people who liked to have fun and weren't necessarily like mean or into drama. Mm-hmm. What about you? You're still really good friends with a lot of your college friends. Yeah, I am. I had a, like, well, I went to a junior college first and um, there was a group of us who all played in wind ensemble together and we like hung out a lot all the time and it was... Um, yeah, those were that's like a really good group of friends that I've stayed really in good contact with, and 
it's sort of the same stuff. It was about fun, but also like especially a couple of them, like my friends Jen and Julianne, who I'm still close with. It was about having someone to talk to about like some I don't know that time in your life like you're dealing with like. Well, big stuff starts happening. Yeah, like you're becoming like a real adult. Yeah, and like we met in college, so you're like you're meeting, you're falling in love for the first time, and so your friends are the people who are around you supporting you or not supporting you through all of that yeah and so you i think that's part of that college friendship it's like people who can help you be there as support a support system as you transition mm-hmm. okay and that was a lot of our life because we did a lot of college we did a lot of continuing <laughs> education yes we did and then i think the next probably phase of friends in our life was when we had kids right and again, like I think I still think so fondly about the friends that we made when we were having our kids because we were all going through the same thing at the same time, like mm-hmm. going through that huge dramatic transition from just a married couple to parents, parents yeah. which is brutal. And I mean, I have I have people in my life who I would consider good friends who are not parents, but I also think like the friends that I, the friends that I have who are parents of kids well it's easier they just understand i think a little more of what we're going through yeah so that's helpful Mm -hmm. so when you think about your friends now Mm -hmm. what do you think about it like who's well because we went to school for so long i think i really didn't know how to have friends like outside of school or work because like that's just what we always did Mm -hmm. and since i quit working at wsu i've really had to like make a conscious effort to cultivate some friendships. And it's been really great because now I'm friends with people who share some of the same interests as me. But I don't know. It just is a little bit more genuine friendship because we have to make the effort. We don't see each other every day. And so um, it's nice that way. You know, and, you know, when your kids are in school and you're picking them up or whatever, you know, you you cultivate, you kind of meet people that way because you see them all the time. And it does help if, if your kids are on the same soccer team or whatever right um but yeah what but about yeah. your friends now too mm-hmm. like so for a lot i would say a lot of your good friends here the kids are the catalyst for meeting but like you yeah. spend time with them outside of away from the kids yeah so you've found other them. things to do with them yeah that a friendship that's developed outside of the parenting world yeah yeah and i think about like i have friends at work um, who I hang out with outside of work too. Yeah. I've got, I think I've got like one really great friend from, we met during our master's degree, Richard. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he and I just, we had such a great connection that, you know, we talk every now and then, but it's always, I would consider him my best friend actually. Yeah. Um, and you guys don't have to maintain that. No, no. Lot. It's like that relationship that it just picks up right where it was mm-hmm. when we left. <laughs> hard to find friends yeah i think yes i tried to make some new friends <laughs> um i wanted to Wait, make so what app was it tinder no grinder <laughs> what, app? <laughs> what app was it it was called bumble oh which Wait, is isn't that for women and no. then the men have to ask permission to no that's if it's well 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> There's a dating side of Bumble, which I was not using. Good. You shouldn't be. I don't have time for that. No, you're taken, son. <laughs> um, but there's also, like, you can meet BFFs. But you're only allowed to make friends of the same gender. So, like, they don't show you any of the women. Oh. Yeah. So how'd that go for <laughs> not, you? <laughs> not well. There was only one guy. In? All of Bumble. Uh, <laughs> well, of the world? All of, no, I think Kansas. In the whole state of Kansas. <laughs> um, did you hook up with him? Or no, no. Like, I, I didn't even, like, connect. He was, like, 20 years old. <laughs> He had nothing in common. His name was Carlos, Wait, I think. you had nothing in common. Isn't that the whole point? Like, you put in what you're looking for? No, no. No. No, you, like, put in, like, you, okay, so you put in your age, your gender, your location, and then you set, like, this is a distance and age range that I'm, like, willing to... Be friends, friends with? with. And, like, I literally said zero to 99. <laughs> One person. Oh. I don't think I put all of Kansas, but I think like in the greater Wichita area. Oh. Like within 30 miles. Well, it's a, I mean, it's hard to meet people. Yeah. To meet friends. What else could we, like I always, so I joined CrossFit mm-hmm. and you meet people there. Yeah. So that's a good way to make friends, I guess. Except when I exercise, I don't want to talk to people. Well, no, you don't have to talk to people while you're working out, but it's a way to like meet people who have the same interests. Or I took a tap class. Yeah. And I can make friends there. But I take that with a friend, so. Do you Have you made friends with anyone in the tap class who's not your mm, friend? No, not yet. One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> but I guess you could, like, do extracurricular stuff like that. Or take a, go rock climbing or. Yeah. You know, go to a bar. If you frequented a bar, I suppose you could meet. Well, this is what I've discovered for me. I'm actually not interested in making friends outside of work. That's a good thing to realize. Yeah, and just because, like, I mean, not that I do still have, like, I there I shouldn't just say all my friends only exist in work. Like, I have friends outside of work here in Wichita. Uh-huh. But, um... I, yeah, because you made friends through, like, team and training. Team and training, yeah, yeah. And, and even, yeah, absolutely. And KLC. KLC, yeah. Um, but... What I'm saying is, like, I don't want to go to the effort of making friends outside of... Like, I don't want to have to... I'm not going on to Bumble, is what I'm saying. <laughs> You're <laughs> or, done. Been like, done I'm done not going to join a class to make new friends. Like, I think that I... Oh, you'll join a class to learn something new, but not yeah. the main purpose of making friends. Exactly. I'm not going to be going to events you have to be friends. social. I do. You don't need any more friends. That's right. Do you remember one of our old friends, Andy? He said... He had a set number of friends that he could have, and he couldn't take in any more friends unless an, uh, an existing friend dropped out. I don't remember that at all, but that's yeah. awesome. That's a good metaphor, or a good... Uh... Such a male perspective on things. Um, no, I just sort of thought, like, I think, and this is sort of similar to, like, friends in elementary school, and maybe it's, like, a theme of friendship through, like, your whole life, is, like, part of it is the convenience. Yeah. Like, you meet people in these avenues of life and you become friends with them yeah so that's what i i think if you look at like all of our best friends or all of our friends that we were talking about i think there are like some bigger thematic ideas i think it's convenience it's it's a matter of just like running into these time and place time and place i think it's they're supportive of each other you know it's a two-dimensional or three-dimensional relationship not Mm -hmm. a one-dimensional relationship 
I think that you share interests, share some common interests. It doesn't have to be like the thing that your life is dedicated to, right? But it, you know, it, you have some somewhere that you share a common interest, and I think that you have fun with them. Yeah. But I also think that like the good friends can be there for you in times of transition when it's not fun. Yeah, when it's not fun. Yeah. So I think that's what makes a good friend. That's this week's episode. Thanks to our friends Annie, Carrie, DeAndre, Dorothy, Maya, Peter, and Todd. We'll see you guys next week.